0: All right, and welcome everybody to another episode of the SinPai Kohai podcast. It's your boy, Trey, and with me today is not Steven, but it is Chris with the Squid Shock Studios development team here to do an interview with me. Chris, what's going on
1: with you? How are you doing today? Doing good. Um, in Thailand right now, nice and hot, um, ready to talk about anime and gaming.
0: Always, constantly ready to talk about that. It's hot over there. That's crazy. I don't think I ever really realize what part of the equator another country is on. It's probably some kind of ecocentric part of the American in me, but wow, we're (laughs) we're just about to get cold over here, but man, that sucks.
1: Yeah, it doesn't really get cold here until like February, but you know, it's it's like ah. 80 degrees outside right now.
0: Uh yeah, okay. We're just about to start getting our cold fronts here in Texas. So, I think we're getting our first major one tomorrow, I believe. We're about to hit 40. So, that's a little exciting for us. Get out some pants and some long sweet, <laughs> long sweeps. Chris in Thailand. Now, the way we normally start the show is we talk about a game and an anime we're working on or not working on. You're working on a game. <laughs> uh, but, but we're playing a game. So, you got any shows you're watching or games you're playing at the, at the time?
1: Well, funnily enough, I just finished Okami HD on the Switch last night, um, and it was the it was my first playthrough ever of that game. Uh, a, a, pe- a lot of people are saying that Bo reminded them of Okami, the game that I'm developing. Bow. Yeah, um, that's
0: that's very. Uh, I, I was going to ask about that too, but okay, go ahead. Sorry.
1: Yeah, we could we could talk about that, but um, like. They were saying, Yeah, it reminds me of Okami, Okami. And I had never played Okami. I I had some vague uh, memories of Okami and like I knew it was about I thought it was about like a a fox, but it's it is a dog, or a wolf rather. Mm-hmm. And um, I knew that it had some Asian aesthetic to it, um kind of like a painterly vibe, but I had never played it. And I just thought it would be a mistake not to play it um, during the development of Bow because after completing it, it's like wow that the art direction of that game is a rare thing for back yeah. then and like even now, up until now, it was amazing.
0: No it it was it was a beautiful game and I I still need to go back and finish it. I started it a couple times, but I never realized how much of a I guess action platformer it was. Yeah. Whenever I was going through it, or action-adventure kind of game it was, I want to say I grabbed the HD release at some point. And I just was never in the mood to finish it when I was playing it. So I still need to go back and finish. But yeah, when I saw Bo, I was like, oh, that looks like a little Okami. Yeah. And they made uh, a, uh, not a sequel game, but it may have been a, a sequel or a prequel called Den on the right. DS. And it kind of, Bo looks a little... Okami Denish is cute. That's well, that's got to a... be the
1: next one I play then. I, but I think it's um, pretty similar aesthetically. I don't know how much mm-hmm. a, more i would able to pull from it, other than like maybe gameplay stuff. But, but yeah, our game is quite fundamentally different than Okami, just because it's a 2D or 2.5D oh, yeah. side scroller. So, um, and just aesthetically, people have been drawing a lot of or uh, comparing it a lot to Okami. So, I had to play it. No, I'm sure
0: that that's the only thing that's going to be uh, the same. Um, so what about shows? You watch anything at the moment?
1: Um, Well, Demon Slayer, right? Uh, I'm wearing the Demon Slayer t-shirt. You might not be able to see it. Uh, but I have been watching Demon Slayer and the new... I was a little disappointed because the new season is just the Mugen train arc, right? Yep. Um, okay. That's uh, So I saw... Uh... I saw some new episodes and I was I was like, no way. I didn't even know they were... I didn't realize it was releasing at this time. <laughs> and then started watching and I'm like, hey, this looks a little familiar. <laughs> well, well the, fir- the first episode was completely new, new content. Mm-hmm. So they, they, they kind of tricked you there. I, I'm not talking okay. crap about the, the, the studio. Obviously, they're doing a good job. But um, I, I honestly haven't been watching this new season just because I've already seen the movie and I, and I, well, do they have like some additional scenes? Seems that way. Mm-hmm. It's hard to know. Cause I don't really remember the movie that well.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's been a while since the movie came out too. I want to say like a year or so, but, uh, Toei animation yeah. did the same thing with dragon ball. Whenever battle of the gods and resurrection F came out, they, uh, they put those movies in. What is it? I guess in the Canon with episodes Throughout the season and you just oh, watched it that. again, but with a little bit of tidbits like uh, Gohan would fight the the Ginyu Force, I think, and that one in the movie, but you just get a little bit extra, but you do have to deal with kind of watching that whole sequence again. That was something I was a little frustrated with, so I, I haven't gone back and watched it yet either until it was finished, but I have heard there's some interesting uh, new bits in this season for the Mugen
1: train arc, so I am a hmm. I am curious well if they're like super well animated and stuff i might watch it but if not i'll just like read up on it uh i don't usually read the manga for stuff so i'm pretty behind i've I've only read a few mangas all the way through so i I literally don't know what's going to happen in the demon slayer uh, arcs
0: demon slayer just ended i want to say in the summer they just put out their final uh manga i've seen that a couple times it's it looks good Um, I want to say, now how
1: much much of the manga has already been displayed in the anime? Like what percent do you know? I want to say it's only been a third
0: from what I've heard. Okay. Now I want to say there's probably going to be another, um, probably a third season after we get through this train arc, um, the way it's all been broken up this train, what is it? Took up a good bit of what was anticipated to be a second season, but there's supposed Mm -hmm. to be some red light district that's going to be the next part. Um, I think that's anticipated and that's going to this train's eaten up some time, but I don't know that there's going to be at least be a third season. But I've I've seen some worried about how rushed it's going to be storytelling wise because uh, mm. unless they're just gonna do a fourth season, but they probably have the budget for it with how well Demon Slayer's doing.
1: Yeah, I imagine they're gonna milk it and I, I hope oh, yeah. they do
0: you know I, I think it's sat at number one for a couple years now so I don't think they're gonna have a problem with it if uh if one piece can get to a thousand episodes, I think Demon Slayer can uh I think they can do what they want.
1: Yeah well, one piece is wild yeah, right they just hit their thousandth episode. Few yeah. animes have that longevity. Insane. And
0: and enough source material to back it up. I can't right. imagine.
1: Is that manga still going?
0: Yeah. Yeah. For uh, For what? I don't know. I don't know if this one piece is even real at this point, but they're still doing something in there. Hmm. I keep seeing fight scenes and everything for them, but I, I don't know what they're doing. I just see a new person and a new fight and that's it they keep getting members, but I don't know. It's just an army. So let's see for me, I'm playing final fantasy 13. Um, I'm working my way through that. I'm actually doing a a year of final fantasy. I'm trying to catch up on all the ones I haven't played. And, uh, right now I'm going through 13 and it's, uh, it's pretty cool. I like this, uh, linear play that it has. Um, it kind of just keeps me fast tracking through the game for the most part. I don't have to, uh, I don't know. I guess stray too far off its beaten path. Um, it's got you don't a need pretty to walk interesting- through. Yeah, I don't, I don't have to reference anything. It's just you either find it or you don't because you're not exploring. Yep. So that's not too bad because there is two other games in its, I guess series, thirteen two and thirteen three whatever. So working on that and then anime so i finished the grim adventures of billy and mandy which isn't an anime but i finished classic. that yeah a, a classic um and i haven't picked my next anime yet um i'm probably Man. gonna go back to digimon ghost game that has oh, wow uh, yeah that aired this season i got a couple episodes in and i wanted to give it some time to get a few more episodes before i binged it it was it started off pretty cool um,
1: hey, man, I loved rim- the original Digimon, but that's where I kind of stopped. The first and the second season. Oh, yeah. I yeah. didn't stop because it was bad. I just, I, I don't know, lost interest. Had to focus on yeah. Pokemon, you know, a little bit more heavily. I,
0: everyone did. Pokemon yeah. was where it was at. Um, I, I'm i getting a lot of Digimon Season 3 vibes or Digimon Tamers. Uh, oh, That one's pretty cool. A lot of emotional weight with that one. And it's starting off that way. I kind of hope it carries it.
1: Is that the one where they started fusing with the Digimon? The third season?
0: No. Did that ever happen? Or or am I making that up? No, no, you're right. I just don't know where that happened. Okay. They they didn't fuse in three.
1: That's where it got a little weird for me. It's like, what are we doing here? Messing with... (laughs) So I, I nature, think yeah. had a
0: couple uh, a couple weird steps where they tried to spice up the formula and it just right. got a little it's like awkward. how do
1: how do we not be pokemon hmm
0: yeah they, they keep saying our names in the same sentence we got to stop being like them but for the most part that's kind of uh, all I'm doing on my But what's uh, on
1: your what's on your list like on your anime hit list I suppose like ooh man what what is on there?
0: I don't know if I have anything on the back. You don't have like a, you don't
1: even have like a physical list that you kind of just keep. It's it's all just whatever I see. So I just
0: okay. added what was it Gundam Seed the other day, and I've been eyeing that one for a while. And I think I'm in the mood for another Gundam show at the moment, but Gundam's just so hefty, and you you really got to be in the mood for just the dramatics and everything for that. Now I keep trying mm-hmm. to force myself into Gundam wing, but I just don't like it. I don't know what mm-hmm. it is about Gundam wing, but I, it just, it doesn't keep my attention, but Gundam seed looks like it may be something that can keep me. I'm not sure. And everything else is normally just maybe 12, 24 episode stuff that I just find across my verve. And then HBO max. I just keep finding a bunch of cartoons. I, uh, that's it. Like now that I finished Billy and Mandy, I just want to find something else. I may, uh, I think I'm going to start Samurai Jack.
1: Oh, okay, is that's on HBO Max too? Oh yeah, all five seasons. They own like all the Cartoon Network properties. Mm-hmm. Is yes, Adult sir? Swim and Cartoon Network completely different?
0: No, Cartoon Network
1: owns own, Adult
0: right? Swim. I think it just, I think it just has it for more adult-oriented properties. I think is all right. Of this. Probably just more violence, cursing, anime, more likely um, that they couldn't show on Toonami or just Cartoon Network in general, and they just threw it in the Adult Swim uh, pool, I guess. If you well, I remember loving
1: Adult Swim uh, as a kid. You felt like you were discovering like a whole new. They they took cartoons to to a, a level that you never thought existed as like another plane of cartoons. Yeah, and. You know, it was a good like transition into uh, my love for animation, and like I could, you could see that. Oh, cartoons can have a dark side, or like these really interesting, complex storylines. It's not just, no offense to SpongeBob, because I love Sp- SpongeBob. Yeah, it's not just like goofy goofs for like fifteen minutes. No, like uh, lore and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, something going on, and I, I think probably when we were kids, stuff like Cowboy Bebop was going on. Mm-hmm. what what else Trigun I, I gun cowboy bebop and there was another big anime I think Gundam uh wing was showing on adult swim uh probably when we were kids and it's Samar,
1: just, uh sha shampoo yeah
0: shampoo it was a uh, a lot of good stuff was airing at that time, just giving everyone their gateway drugs, make sure everyone got their crunchy roll subscriptions when they were a little bit older <laughs> they knew what they were doing planting seeds yeah. Yep. getting everyone invested. But for the most part that is a uh, that's hobbies, my hit list. With that, let's kind of talk about what we're here to eat. And that's a uh, that's the meat and potatoes of bo figuring out what what's going on with that, man. So you are the director. That's right?
1: Yeah, I mean the the titles are a little all over the place cuz it's an we're an indie team. Mm-hmm. So wear a lot of hats. Obviously, uh, I'm—I guess I'm the creative director, would be the main title i like to go with. Kind of encompasses most of what I do.
0: That sounds nice. I like I like creative director. I could take that. So, about how many people do you have in your team? I mean, do you, is it, right, is is it a normal size indie team? Or I, I'm not really familiar with many different teams of game development. So
1: right um we have me i'm the creative director and my friend trevor who also lives in thailand and he's the lead programmer and then we have so i would say that us two are the core team okay and then we have two people who are freelancing with us we have a mikami art she does the animation so i'll send her my character designs and like a list of key poses and whatever and she'll just animate it and uh we have Moises Carmago from Mexico, and he does the music. Okay. Yeah, and then um, um, in our di- in our Discord, there's a lot of people that are like offering to help, and there's been uh, so many people reaching out to us saying, "Oh, I I really want to be a part of this project. How can I help? I'll do anything." And um, so so we're looking into kind of expanding a little bit, just because we're gonna we want all the help we can get. And we don't want the development process to drag out too long. I mean, we're, we're looking into expanding the team a bit. I don't want it to get too crazy. Yeah, but.
0: yeah, no. You got to get as big as you can manage. And that's mm-hmm. that's neat. That's nice that, that you, you guys already have quite a community that they'd be willing to offer up as many talents as they can. That's pretty cool. So Bo itself, I... uh. Reading into you guys' stuff, uh, the description I, that you guys offered, I really liked a delightfully demonic, East Asian fever dream. That's a, I like that. That's that's a pretty good description of anything. I I'm instantly enchanted by that. I'd be I'd watch something labeled that, play something, eat something labeled that,
1: just based on the description,
0: just that alone. So great. What I did my job. <laughs> yeah. So what? Uh. I guess, what started the dream? Or what what started the fever dream?
1: What started the fever dream? Well, there was a game that was made for a, lo- a game jam called uh, Cleaning the System, and you control this little staff-looking object, and you bounce around. And I was okay. playing that, and I was like, this is pretty fun. How do I, you know, maybe I wanted to create some sort of prototype similar to that. And then eventually the project grew from that initial idea of having a bouncy kind of staff mechanic and uh, I attached Bo as a character to it. And I'm pretty obsessed with like anime and uh, uh, just Asian cultures, but Japanese because I'm, I'm half Japanese. My mom's Japanese. I grew up kind of around that. And uh, I, I just have always been, I've been to Japan a bunch of times. I've always been in love with the culture. So yeah. I was like, naturally, there's a lot of stuff to pull from Japanese culture. And uh, I thought it would be a good theme for the game.
0: Absolutely. A wealth of resources there to work with. Um, game jams. So that's like the, I don't want to say GDCs, or like the, the game development conferences. But that, or is it like, uh, those were... Well, a,
1: a game jam is... is I don't think GDC does a game jam, but like a bunch of different organizations, even like YouTubers or personalities will host a game jam where their followers who are usually, it's usually uh, the demographic is like people who are into game dev. So they mm-hmm. get all their followers or the people in their community to join together in small teams or as a solo developer and create a game over 48 hours or or not necessarily that amount of time. Sometimes it's a week, but it's within a very short time frame and the idea is that you just throw ideas pr- at, at prototypes for for like a very short amount of time and bring your game to launch within like an unreasonably short amount of time and that helps you really get into the 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 routine and kind of feel for like what it's actually um like to ship a game wow okay. yeah and a lot of games start as these game jams i don't know if you know this, but Hollow Knight started as a game jam game. Um, no, I didn't. That's probably that's probably one of the most famous. Yeah, it's called Hungry Night. You could probably still play it. And I mm-hmm. believe they used the same sprite from that first prototype. That's there. Uh, the, that's cool. Yeah, the, I mean, the game is nothing like Hollow Knight as it stands right now, but it's interesting to see the evolution.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it's grown quite a bit since a, since a, a game jam. But that's cool. I I had no idea. I've always heard about him. Um, I've tried watching a couple, I guess, GDCs or things like that. I always hear Game Jam reference, but I don't think I've ever seen anything happen in it. I should probably try to check a couple out. Within Bo, um, Bo itself, himself, is a, a fox that wears this lotus cloak, a being called down to help the land. Am I getting that right?
1: Yeah, generally, there's been a little bit of confusion about what Bo is, even within my own mind. But uh, Bo is like a, a moon spirit. Mm-hmm. So technically not a fox. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's inhabiting kind of like a fox form. So yeah, it's he, he, Bo's a fox uh, that grows out of a lotus. Yeah. But the initial stimulation is like from the moon kind of blessing it
0: blessing this lotus blessing the seed yeah the seed it's really the cute bud. I, I love bud. the lotus it's a it's a really cute dressing i think it's a very appealing is like a cloak
1: yeah it was initially just going to be a cape or like a cape and like the the first concept drawings we had of it where it was it looked like kind of like a towel and i'm like how do we make this character a little bit more appealing not like you just got out of the shower uh so you know naturally the lotus is a very iconic japanese flower or asian flower and uh i just thought it was perfect like so we i ch- I changed the design and uh kind of incorporated the whole lotus and floral motif into mm-hmm. the game just based off that
0: yeah no a tau could have came in use maybe like a I don't know, some kind of DLC or something, or I don't know. Sure. Cool. Maybe
1: like a skin. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So speaking of towels though, so it sounds like there's quite a few different places that you get to go, um, as would be expected. And a game that's kind of like bow, I believe, let me find where I wrote it down. Um, you get to go to bathhouses and then Japanese metropolises. Um, where were you able to find inspiration for some of these kind of places? Or is this all just kind of workings of the mind or things you had cooked up?
1: Well, that's a great question. Um, uh, Once I finally decided on the theme for Bo and like how I knew it was going to be based on Japanese folklore, I started reading a lot about Japanese folklore. And there were so many ideas that came from that. And in my mind, I had these ideas for set pieces so I wanted like a Lotus Grove type area. You can see that in the trailer. Uh, the, mm-hmm. a, a bamboo forest, but not like a, you know, your typical green one. Um, there's these crimson bamboo that like are giant crimson bamboo. So getting a little fanciful with that. We have a cave area, of course. So you kind of research Japanese caves and the folklore around that, and how to like interweave that into the story. And the bathhouse idea. You want to take a stab at where that came from.
0: Oh, I, I can just imagine just all kind of saunas, bathtubs, <laughs> anything. Yeah.
1: So that that the idea for the bathhouse really was came from the Ghibli movie Spirited Away. Oh, okay. I mean,
0: perfect. Perfect.
1: Yeah, that movie was, you know, I've seen that movie so many times. It's like such a such a treasure in like uh Japanese animated cinema. And yeah just the cultural influence it's had on like an entire generation, my generation and even the generation coming up now. So I, a lot of my, uh, concepts about like drawing and art, my art in general came from that movie character design came from that movie. Uh, and, uh, it's a little bit of an homage, the bathhouse. You'll see some, you'll see some little Easter eggs in there. If you look carefully, Oh. yeah. So, so there's an undeniable Ghibli influence in the game just because cool. Ghibli movies also pull a lot from Japanese culture and, and folklore.
0: Yeah. And a lot of that you, you see in a lot of places that you don't really get to acknowledge or, or recognize if you don't know a lot mm-hmm. about it. And things like Naruto, right. where they pull yeah. from a lot of Japanese folklore and legends. Um, a question from my, my partner in crime. Uh, he wanted to ask about some of the yokai cast and uh, significant kami, uh, kind of like they had in Naruto. Were and I mean I don't know if we're getting in spoilers or planning territory. If if you aren't able to answer, um, but were you going to have anything like Amaterasu or Susanoo or any kind of big names? I, I know in the trailer you have uh, some named creatures, some people you fight, um, but. I guess how does how does that go into incorporating story elements and I guess significant story events?
1: So, like a, a keen eye can look at our key art and kind of like see what's going on there. There's like this looming figure, mysterious figure in the background, and like a keen eye of someone who like knows their their stuff might. Mm-hmm look at that and understand what kind of story we're trying to tell, but I don't really want to go too much into the kami aspect of it because there is a lot of uh, you know, it is a little bit of a spoiler territory, so I don't want to go okay. too much into that. But as yes, far okay. as like the the characters and stuff, Bo is not really a character that exists as, you know, in Japanese folklore, but he kind of draws inspiration from you know the story of Kaguya, uh, the bamboo princess? Mm hmm. So, and like Momotaro, who's like, they find him in a peach. He's like a little boy they find in a peach. Yeah. So there's, there's, okay. these, there's these little stories of like uh, these kind of celestial beings or spirits that are inhabiting uh, plants. So that you can see kind of like the the spirit of that in bo so he he he's born out of a lotus and he's plopped into this world with a with no idea why he's there or like what he's doing there what his greatest greater purpose within the world is yeah and he he eventually like stumbles upon a mysterious figure who kind of is a little bit shady and he wants to kind of use Bo as kind of like uh he kind of manipulates bow into like doing his bidding for him and mm-hmm. throughout this he's really integral to the storyline and the shady character and you'll see him throughout the game and slowly the story will be revealed to you about like what what Bo's purpose is actually supposed to be in this world
0: no that's cool and- that's that's neat i like
1: that Got a bit vague with it, but you know I can't say too much.
0: No, you can't. Yeah, don't, don't, you can't. You can't lay all your cards out. May, maybe one trap at a time, but you can't lay all the cards. No, that's cool. Um, with the legends and everything that's going to be in there, yokai and monsters and everything. Uh, do you plan on having any, having anything, um, to kind of keep track of what you see? Kind of, I guess, maybe a, a bestiary, um, mm-hmm. sort of thing, or maybe a legends tracker I'm not really sure what that would be a lore book of right. sorts like
1: a bestiary um whew, the bestiary is kind of like a big scope creep type feature that we okay. would love to add however you know that's that's going to be one of the last things we add if we do okay. um there has been thoughts in my mind of including a gachapon machine in the game where oh. you can kind of collect figurine like v- digital figurines of the characters and yokai and things like that and that ca- that inspiration came from eastward oh do you know that game
0: I I, I I know of it i was thinking the minish cap legend of zelda the minish cap they had a uh well, I haven't played upon it. machine oh man it's a good one but okay sorry go ahead
1: but it's so it, it was just i saw that in the game and i immediately felt in, in eastward i saw it and i immediately felt like oh this is something i i'm interested in and i want to like Basically, I wanted to, like, obtain currency just for the Gachapon machine. I didn't actually even care about the narrative of the game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I, I found myself like, thinking, wow, this is a cool feature. So that might be one of our stretch goals on Kickstarter. That is also very scope creepy. You know, there's a lot of art assets involved with that, but mm-hmm. um, you know, I would love to do something like that. Give give Collectibles are super important in games, so. Yeah. Do that. No,
0: absolutely. Um, I have on here collectibles. Um, so I did see that you got items like your the the well-named Mochi Mallet. I do really like that. It's probably the best thing I've seen ever for an item. But Thank I you. also see that you get items to cook with. Um, so you're getting recipes and um, all kinds of different collectibles, I'm imagining. Uh, are we upgrading, cooking? Uh, I'm picturing Paper Mario cooking. But that's that's kind of my only frame of reference I have for cooking. So what if I can
1: ask, but mm. what, what do you have in mind for a chef? So in essence it is cooking, but it's really all brewing different teas. Oh so, okay. Yeah. So Bo will have like a teapot that he carries and it's kind of like his mana store. Mm. And this teapot you have to collect different resources from different parts of the world. Um, in order to follow these recipes to make these special teas, it's like we it's under the umbrella of what we call teal tea, like the color teal. Yeah uh, and there's these different teas that he can drink that uh, give him his abilities and or other things, which I can't really talk about too much, but gotcha. yeah, you'll get your your abilities from drinking the teas. Hmm. Okay,
0: that's pretty cool. I wasn't expecting that. That that sounds really neat. Something you you definitely want to play with and explore. Speaking of exploring, though, so you did talk about the trailer a little bit. Um, some of what we did see or what you can see in the trailer, uh, looks beautiful. Looks astounding so far. Uh, and my friend group that I I shared it with, as soon as I I let them know, I was like, Hey, I'm gonna be talking with uh Squid Shock Studios about this. They were like, Wow, this game looks gorgeous. Um, just looking at the trailer, um, I love seeing the paper cranes, um, Asahi. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right in the trailer. Um, and what else? The music was really great. I love the strings and the woodland fight you do, or I, I'm not sure if it was the woodland or the bamboo fight or in the uh, bamboo forest,
1: but the fight
0: it was really cool. I think it was a fight.
1: Are you talking hmm. about the one in the Lotus area? Yes, it was. It was there was a lotus. lotus there was bamboo
0: on the sides. Maybe. I hope. I'm oh not yeah, yeah, yeah. That that,
1: that's what. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's at okay. the very end, right?
0: Yes, sir. Yeah. So. Ooh, yeah. How did, I guess, making a trailer go, for you guys, picking mm. the cutscenes you guys want to make, or I guess not cutscenes, but you know, vital pieces, because I, I feel like that's that's difficult. You know, you you want to show off what you have, and it's. You know, you you still got to play your clo- cards close, but you wanna you wanna show the shiny bits. But I feel like you showed a lot of good ones. So how how did that go for you guys and your team?
1: Well, first of all, I have like a little bit of a. Well, first of all, thank you for your kind words. But um, I think I I, I had like a background in video editing. Um, it's I never really did it professionally, other than like wedding stuff, mm. uh, but so so that kind of came a little bit naturally i kind of like understand how to piece clips together and do the transitions and whatever so the technical the technical ability was somewhat there for the trailer it was going to be a big milestone for Bo. we knew that like up until that point we had nothing but these small little clips that we were posting every screenshot saturday a lot of them didn't even make it into the might not even make it into the game we were just playing with different aesthetics and stuff and in that way, we were able to actually really get a response from people who were interested in the game. They 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 were drawn to certain aspects, and they were vocal about these aspects in the comments. Like for example, that one wave chasing scene that we have on that red bridge. Yeah, that picked up a lot of steam, and it's kind of become become like this iconic scene in Bow. That's obviously like a reference to the Hokusai painting the greater wave off Kanagawa. And people kind of like know that painting. It's one of the most famous. It's definitely the most famous Japanese painting of all time. But even in the larger art world, it's one of the most famous paintings of all time. So people were like, oh, I get that reference. That looks cool. And what they're doing is like something I haven't seen before. So with that, we were able to really like see what the audience was responding to in a positive way and just lean heavy into it. Uh, so that was a great tool to kind of just show like your unfinished uh, product to the public and have them say what they're going to say about it. And you can see what people are really excited about and like give them more of that. So that kind of dictated a lot about what we were going to include in the trailer.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but, but other than that, like, like i told you earlier that i had all these scenes these set pieces kind of in my mind so those were kind of the first things we uh really decided for the different zones that you'd be traveling to Mm -hmm. um like a a green moss covered forest with stone lanterns i knew i wanted to do that i knew i wanted the very atmospheric dark crimson bamboo forest where like something bad happened in that forest there's some bad juju in there um, this kind of li- limestone cave that's kind of glittering. What else do we have? Like that, that origami scene was actually just the origami scene where you were talking about the paper cranes. Mm-hmm. That was actually inspired by Demon Slayer, that whole scene. Um, oh, there's a, there's a scene in one episode of the first season where he meets that woman who like cuts her arm and like floral aroma kind of comes out. Yeah, the demon with the healing... Mm-hmm. Yes. yeah, 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 and it kind of trips out everybody. Yeah. Um, that scene, wow, that scene like blew me away with the floral aesthetic and how they like rendered this kind of psychedelic almost uh, like a, like a Asian psychedelic visual motifs with like the blooming uh, cherry blossoms and daisies and things like that and the chrysanthemums. I was like, "Whoa, these guys!" That—that's the moment where I fell in love with Demon Slayer. I mean, they—the—the the art direction of Demon Slayer is insane. So the, you'll see a lot of influences there, even with the way I rendered the water hmm. in the tsunami scene. Um, yeah. So I'm actually getting a lot of uh, inspiration from different animes when I'm making this. So I think I went good. on a tangent there, but.
0: No, that was great. That was great. Uh, You actually answered what my next question was going to be, and it was going to be inspirations for the game, uh, design-wise and development-wise. But, you you know, you've said Ghibli, and...
1: There's more to it than that, even, I could probably talk about. Um, Of course, we're looking at these old Japanese traditional pieces of artwork, ukiyo-e art style, which is like that art style you see with the heavy inking and kind of watercolor wash. Mm -hmm. uh just look up hokusai and he he's the guy that we're looking at you know he's the guy who did the wave painting okami has been heavily influenced uh subconsciously because i had seen videos of okami before i played the game so that was always a visual influence for us of course we're looking at hollow knight for a lot of the uh, they did a lot of things right in hollow knight and it's 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 difficult to set yourself apart from that because Hollow Knight just like nailed pretty much everything with the atmosphere and the world design and, and the environmental storytelling mm-hmm. in a way that kind of changed the genre and or like took the genre to the next level and I think a lot of these next gen games coming out are all taking inspiration from that game and uh, some are being criticized for it just like we have been. Um, but again, other games like Crow Sworn um, are being criticized for ripping off the Hollow Knight aesthetic oh. and you know we that's something like I thought a lot about but I think anyone who like looked at our game for longer than 30 seconds could kind of see you know we're not trying to be Hollow Knight um, the character itself is kind of similar um, short wears a mask has a cape but I promise you it's it's quite different but uh but people you know at a superficial level you I can see why people are might be upset
0: yeah and i mean really that that's kind of the only similar draw you could see i mean watching the trailer you can see a ton of differences between Hollow Knight yeah. and Bo. I mean you can i mean a metroidvania is a metroidvania if you if you look but it's it's the drastic differences that you can see and i mean just with the yeah. completely different artistic style and and tones, you can you can see the bows different,
1: and I, I think right. that's
0: what's really exciting is that it's yeah uh, a lot of color, a lot of character that's that's here in bow.
1: Right. Yeah. I I'm I'm a huge fan of like these colorful kind of striking, vivid imagery. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I really wanted to include that into the game, but again, I don't mind the Hollow Knight comparisons. Like that's fine. Like a ton of the fan base came from the Hollow Knight fandom, so. I just don't, I, I don't mind it at all. I just don't get why people are so upset sometimes. <laughs> Let me give a message to all, like, people who might not be game devs. Be nice to the devs. Like, it really takes a toll on you when, you, when you're when you getting, like, negative feedback. Constructive criticism is awesome. I love constructive criticism. There's some people who are just, like, mean-spirited. Be nice to them. They they're They're trying to make something cool, like, it's my philosophy on it just chill out yeah you don't have to be so full of hate
0: no need for all that and before we get to the kickstarter uh which is going to be our next big talking point um i kind of wanted to talk about some of the other games you guys have made at squid shock studios um games like ty or i mean you have fox phrase and i see you guys have other things in the works uh what can you tell me about i guess those projects
1: well, Squid Shock really started as a mobile development thing, a studio. Mm-hmm. So Bow is our first real big venture into like the larger gaming world, PC game, of course, um, and expanding to other consoles, most likely. Our first venture into like getting a product out was Fox Phrase, which is kind of, if you're familiar with the game Catchphrase. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a game I really liked um and have liked my whole life so how it's different from catchphrase is that you're able to upload your own decks and, and it's more community based whereas catch whereas in a catchphrase you kind of have to download these decks uh that are made by the 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 creators or whoever's running the show over there mm-hmm. um this one foxphrase is more community based where you're able to upload your own decks so you can so you could get really niche with it you can do like uh, anime from the 80s deck um, so it's more like you I saw your eyebrows pop there That'd but be it's really more like you're us here yeah you know, we're big fans it's, of it's, that yeah it's really for nerds like I, I'm a nerd and I I saw these catchphrase uh, apps and these, these catchphrase clones which Fox Race is a media catchphrase clone but uh, they didn't I thought it would be interesting to kind of push it to really niche things that people are interested in Mm -hmm. um, and create like a more community driven app. That app is out on Android right now. However, the iOS development has been severely delayed because of COVID and not having to release a app on the iOS store. You need a a Mac and my Mac was in America for a long time and I couldn't go and get it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, so, but, we're pushing the ios a little bit back and we're focusing more on Bo right now
0: yeah i'm sure that's uh that's pretty consuming
1: yeah Bo is taking up all our time so everything is on the back burner
0: no that's got to be a that's got to be fun to juggle projects or put them on the back for other things i I don't know that i can't imagine it that's uh that's got to be intense
1: Yeah, well, as a small team of two, it's like, um, it's pretty much impossible to work on two things at once. Um, Yeah. So, Bo is the one that's picking up a lot more steam. So, you know, again, lean into where there's interest. That's kind of what I've always been doing in my life. And, yeah.
0: I feel that. So, let's go ahead and go into the Kickstarter. Um, So, that is opening in February, I believe. Is that, Mm -hmm. did I read that right?
1: that's accurate i mean the the date is not hard locked yet but about about february or late january
0: okay good deal so february is kickstarter and still a planned launch in q1 q3 of 2023 um i guess what can you tell us about the kickstarter do we have any plans for that yet
1: well the 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 goal that we're looking for has not been completely decided yet um Obviously with Kickstarter, you're not able to obtain the funds until you re- unless you reach the goal. So if you don't mm-hmm. reach the goal, everyone gets their money back. Um and we don't want that to happen, obviously. So you have to be kind of smart and like read your audience and read how many signups you have to understand what's a realistic goal for the game. So so we don't know yet about the the goal. We have a vague idea, but as for like the reward tiers, which I think might probably interest you more, we have uh a plush doll in the works um that idea came from uh, a indie game called iluri that had a kickstarter about a month back now and they had a plush and then i was talking to liz who is the the lead artist on that and she was like yeah that dra- drove so many pledges uh to our kickstarter campaign and also wow. it's cool to have a plush so so I'm working with like a factory to design a plush. They're getting they're getting a prototype out. It's not quite right yet. We've gone through two alterations, but it's getting there.
0: Okay, that's cool. I yeah. I would have never thought of a plush being a being a selling point, but I guess that makes sense. You know, everyone's kind of in that figurine, you know, yeah. little trophy collecting type thing. So that that'd be a cool like. Hey, this is what I help support. This is Bo
1: exactly yeah there's definitely an audience i i'm part of that audience like i love collectibles and figures and plush pins anything like yeah. that
0: oh, yeah, you can't see mine i've got my figurines are oh i'm sure you got them.
1: a yeah i was gonna ask actually but i'm sure you got a, quite the collection if you're an anime fan oh, i got, yeah, I, got I got back up there i got a this is my crown jewel right here
0: oh that's beautiful Is that Levi? That is Levi. Ah, gorgeous. Oh, Levi Ackerman from Attack on Titan. Chris has a gorgeous figurine of him spinning off a tree, doing his Beyblade spin, probably ripping across a Titan.
1: Yeah. I mean, I imagine I'm the Beast Titan and he's coming for me, you know?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a... Wow. It (laughs) motivates me to, like, get my
1: workout faster. (laughs) Oh,
0: (laughs) All right, <laughs> I've got a I've, on my desk. I have a couple of Frieza figurines. Frieza is kind of my favorite, so I've got a a Frieza figurine, sure. a couple pops, and uh, I just have an assortment of stuff up here on my other thing.
1: Do you do you own like one uh, intellectual property more than any other?
0: Well, before we moved, I just moved to a new apartment, so I had to kind of downsize my collection. So I did. Oh, have a lot what more do you mean you got rid of them? Yeah, I did. I had to for a few things. <laughs> It was unfortunate, but it wasn't anything too box. high dollar. It okay. was. Uh, I'll work on that when I get back, uh, or when we get to our next place, our final place. We're working on getting a house now, but uh, so it's probably going to be Kingdom Hearts and Dragon Ball is what it's going to be. Okay. So Sora's and freezes is going to be all across my uh, my area. A real eclectic cast. Solid. is what I'm going to have. Solid
1: duo. Solid duo. Yeah.
0: Let me see. I did have one more question I wanted to ask um, about gameplay. I realized I missed it. Oh, the Daruma dolls, um, or Dar? Is it? Am I saying it right? Daruma or Daruma?
1: Da, uh, Daruma. Yeah. Daruma. So
0: I saw that those things had elemental attributes, or what sounded like elemental attributes.
1: Uh, not elemental in the sense like earth, wind, fire, water, blah blah blah. But uh, they have certain qu- we'll call it a quirk if you watch mha Ooh, it's like okay. or like a perk not a quirk a perk. perk i meant to say perk um but they give you different power-ups depending on um the type of dharma they are and you can you can upgrade them by completing certain tasks are you familiar with how a dharma doll functions like in cult- no in japanese culture? no i'm not So when you get a Dharma doll, they're like these little paper dolls, and they have no pupils in their eyes. So you fill in the first... When you get the Dharma doll, you fill in the first pupil, and you make a goal. And then you display it somewhere where you can see it, Mm -hmm. and you try... And the idea is that every time you see it, um, it reminds you of the goal that you set when you filled in the first eye. And then when you finally... when you finally complete that goal for that specific Dharma, you can fill in the other eye. So it represents a completed goal that you made.
0: I had no idea. I think the only Dharma I've seen was in Pokemon. Like that's Oh yeah, Dharma yeah. He's Yeah. I don't think he had quite that much significance, but I didn't realize no, but, they had hmm, that's cool.
1: Yeah, so they're like characters in the game, but they're also so they're they're alive by some sort of magic. <laughs> Um, (laughs) And they're characters, but they're also power-ups or, um, yeah, perks. Perk quirks. So they they will enhance your abilities in certain ways or, or or manipulate the world around you in a certain way. Hmm.
0: Okay. If I had another question. But I think you've answered most of my questions I had, Chris. Cool. So... Before we wrap up here, where can we find information on Bo? And where can we find information on you, man?
1: If you go to our Twitter, which is Squid Shock, Squid Shock, uh, that's where we're most active. And from there, you can find our link tree, our Discord server, our Kickstarter page, Steam page, whatever you need is all in there. So Twitter is kind of the hub for all that, Squid Shock. And uh, we, we love, we're, our Discord's like growing more and more every day, so we'd love if you would come in, and uh, if you come into our Discord, you can sign up for the alpha, which we're testing uh, hopefully as early as like, well, after Christmas, yeah, so January, in the ne- in the new year. Coming and soon. And as far as, yeah, as far as me as an individual, you can follow me on Instagram, Chris underscore stare, like the stairs you walk up and uh I do photography on there you could see a lot of my photos from Japan that I took on my visits there so if you're interested in that that's kind of what I do when I'm not doing art for Bo I
0: imagine that's not too often I feel like you're you're probably pretty consumed at the moment since things are heating up for you so hopefully you get more time for that in the future exactly yeah all right man with that I appreciate your time thank you for coming on and uh Good luck to you. I hope uh hope everything goes well and I'm looking forward to the release of Bo and the Kickstarter. We uh me and Steven both are looking forward to it. He uh he's working through Hollow Knight right now and I've already finished it.
1: And yeah, I so, think that's yeah. how you found us because I liked one of your Hollow Knight tweets.
0: Yeah, and I, yeah I, we're both looking for something else. And so I, I'm I've got my eyes on it. So we're we're both excited and we can't wait.
1: Well, I'll
0: deliver for you guys. Yes, sir. All right, man. Well, thank you again, and you have a good day, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.